Thursday morning broadcast here at JM in the AM, and we have a unique combination of guests who are joining us. David Halpern, who's actually the founder of Congregation Eitz Chaim, and his son Jeremy Halpern, who, has, who also serves in many uh, positions, as does his father in different community uh, causes. Uh, but among them is uh, the fact that he is the president of the uh, Kushner Schools here in Livingston, New Jersey. David Halpern and Jeremy Halpern, welcome to JM in the AM. Thank you. Good morning, Nachum. How Good are morning. you? Good morning. It's a pleasure to have you here and a real honor. Um, take us back to the beginning when you had a vision to build a congregation, Eitz Chaim. Well, first of all, thank you for giving me all that credit, but there were several other founders as well. And uh, we all moved into this neighborhood back in the early 90s. And the shul, the wonderful shul, Suburban Torah, was down the road. And Rabbi Kassanetz, I respected him very much, great rabbi. But it was a long schlep up and down the hill in the winter and the summer. And we decided we wanted to have something closer. And uh, we decided to build the shul here. Actually, the shul was a, a house about a quarter of a mile down the road. And uh, miraculously, when we opened up, the first night that the sh- we opened up, 300 people came. It was Rosh Hashanah. And amazingly, we got through the service uh, without any rehearsal. And uh, <laughs> it became a real hit. And Baruch Hashem, a few years later, we were able to build this shul. I think we opened up in, 1990, in 2005, this building opened. Wow. And I'm so happy that you know, my family, my children, my grandchildren live in the neighborhood. And... Uh, Thank God we are here. We had a great rabbi. Rabbi Krupka was sure. our founding rabbi, a warm, pious, really a great rabbi. And unfortunately, it's sad that we lost him. But now we are led by such a wonderful man, Rabbi Klibanoff. He uh, is a man for all people. He understands uh, everyone who comes in, and everyone who comes in enjoys to be here. Yeah, with you've him. had some good luck with rabbis, I must say. <laughs> you've had a good run with rabbis. Um, One of the points we've been making, and we know how important it is to focus on the local, and obviously we're featuring Livingston, New Jersey, and featuring the synagogue this morning, Uh, but you're here, and you serve in so many different capacities, really in in global jury, and there's so many causes that are important to you, and this is an important week, because we are seeing what's going on with our brothers and sisters in Israel, and I'm sure your attention is very much focused on what's going on. I mean, tell me... and I know it takes a long time to go through some of these topics, and we'll try to do it in as concise a manner as possible, but tell me why it's vital uh, to communities to be involved in causes like Yad Vashem, as we look to the past, and causes that support the IDF in Israel as we look to the present and the future. Well, it's, it's who we are. We, um, we, in this community, we're fortunate. Uh, we come from, many people came here from the, as children, of Holocaust survivors, and they really taught all of us what it means to be a Jew and how important Israel is to us because they lived in a world where there was no Israel and um, made us understand all that. And Yad Vashem, of course, is a big part of understanding who we are. And Yad Vashem is one of the most important reasons why it's not the reason we have Israel. We had Israel thousands of years before that, but it made us understand that we had to reclaim Israel. And uh, I think with, under Rabbi Klibanoff's leadership, everything is, is sewn together in this shul. We, we, we love Israel. We love remembrance of the Holocaust. We love the soldiers. Uh, we love Yiddishkeit. Uh, rabbi Klibanoff is a very modern rabbi, but he really understands and knows Torah and, and Gemara. And he does everything here on everyone's level. And I think it's a, 
it's wonderful how everything is tied together here. And it seems that when there's a, I, I could use the words emergency situation, but let's say a pressing issue. It seems like a shul like this deals with a local pressing issue and the same way we'll deal with the international global Jewish issue. All of it is pressing. All of it is important. And I think that's a really important perspective that both everything happening locally and everything happening globally for the Jewish world are taken both very seriously. I think that's true. Um, we've been fortunate to have uh, some of the leadership here of uh, Mark Wilf uh, of the Federation, National yeah. Federation, and uh, Arthur Stark was involved with the conference and, yeah. and many other things. That it, it, it somehow all comes back to this shul. And um, if people who don't know about these things, Rabbi Klibanoff, make sure everybody understands what's going on uh, in the world. Uh, we all know what's going on in Israel because he tells us, he, he was on, the, on a special Zoom uh, the day before yesterday. And, and I think uh, it, it all ties together and, and the awareness that we have here, I think it's different than in many, many other shuls where everybody is aware of everything that's going on in the Jewish world. David Halpern and Jeremy Halpern are here. Jeremy, we will get to you in a minute. It's a rarity that I have a chance to speak to your father, and I'm sure you don't mind. I will never know <laughs> my father. Um, many of us, and thank God I don't think I need guidance on this, but many of us and people listening do need guidance on how to transmit all that you've said to the next generation. You're sitting here with a son who I'm sure makes you very proud in how involved in the community is and how much seriously he takes the causes that you and I are now talking about. Is there a formula? Can you give a boost of confidence, a morale booster to parents who would love to see their children get more involved in these types of activities? Well, I have to say, thank God, I think the key to having great children is having great parents. And I learned from my parents uh, so much about what's going on in the entire Jewish world from thousands of years ago till, till today. And my children are what they are because of, they also, thank God, knew my, uh, my parents and my mom, thank God, is still right. with us. And she still transmits everything that's great about being a human being and being a Jew. And having them know my parents uh, really it reflects on who they are today. And I'm so proud of my son, Jeremy, for everything he does. He's involved in so many things. And my daughter, Mindy, is so involved in everything. Uh, and, and my son-in-law and daughter-in-law also, they just get involved and they work hard and uh, all I can say is that the, it, it's, it's a bracha that they turned out the way they are and now um, they're really taking the lead in all, the, in all these uh, different organizations and important uh, things so the, the formula is to if you, if you, you, you come from something that, that was transmitted to you it, it, it's much easier to transmit it to uh, your children. No question about it. So Jeremy did you uh get the impression that all these things are important to your parents? Did you get the impression that community involvement is a very key part to the way they were raising a family? Oh, absolutely. Uh, honestly, Nahum, it's, it's, it's great to see you here Thank today. Thank you so uh, much. Such a pleasure. After Always wonderful year. to reunite with it's you. It's wonderful. <laughs> uh, and I'm still going to do that tour of Kushner with you at some point. <laughs> I, I really look forward to it. Unfortunately, this year I really did make a lot of changes, but God willing, we're on our way back. Uh, as far as, as, as our involvement and, and what I learned from my parents, first of all, I think my father... It, doesn't give himself enough credit or my mother enough credit when it comes to what they did and, and showing us almost any organization I'm involved in. I sit down and I'm talking about, I'm able to say, oh, you know, I've been involved in this organization for, well, my whole life, maybe before. 
And, and that's because I was brought as a young kid to yeah. Israel Bond events and the other Shem events and IDF events and you know, everything under the sun in the Jewish world. Uh, it just became sort of natural. That's who we are, and that's what you do, and that's what you support. Uh, I, I've just so blessed lately to be involved in so many organizations, especially Eitz Chaim, which I, I truly think is an incredible, incredible community shul. We have the greatest rabbi, and I'll tell you a little secret. We actually have even the greater Rebetzin, Okay, and you know, uh, even the rabbi would agree with you. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. Uh, we, we we were just so blessed to have uh, the Klibanovs come into our lives here and to to take control and to help to lead. You know, th- there are thank God so many wonderful individuals in this community, and everybody has taken on different active roles in different organizations. But I, I really feel you need a leader there, and, and Rabbi Klibanov is the leader of our times in this location, and he is the one that's pulling all that together. And when he says he's a, you know, a wartime rabbi or <laughs> Rabbi Milchama, <laughs> it's true. When something's going on, except unfortunately now because he can't, right. he is the first one over there. He is going down on the front lines, and he wants to make sure that things are well, and he does that with the power that he has created back here of all of us and is able to really accomplish so much. Uh, but we're really blessed in this community. I mean, I, f- I feel incredibly blessed. You asked my father where all uh, our involvement comes from. Well, thank God my grandmother is 93 and doing amazing. She lives across the street here. She's probably looking out the window at us. Uh, and, you know, we go to see her constantly. And my kids go. So now she's hanging with, spending time with her great-grandchildren. Mir Tashem next week, her eldest great-grandchild. My, my daughter Brianna is going to graduate uh, uh, in two weeks uh, from Kushner Academy. And uh, we're very excited. My grandmother is going to be at the graduation and be able to be part of that. And... You know, it's that type of, uh, of, of passing it down from generation to generation, and here you're talking about from first to fourth, which is pretty amazing, um, that, that leads to this occurring. And it's not just in our family, it's in many families around here. And in many different organizations, uh, it gets touched on, on so many different levels. You know, when you and I speak, it's usually about Kushner, and we'll have an opportunity to do that on more occasions, please God. But today, just tell me about Livingston. You mentioned the shul, and we know about the Rabbi and Rebetzin and what goes on here, but it just seems like the whole area has become, and I remember it from the old days, but it's just, I call it an ever-growing Jewish community. It seems there's always a vibrancy here and that there's no such thing as, as, as it has been. It, just, it's always being, it seems like it's always being uh, in, a, in a state of renewal, so to speak. What can you tell us about the community in general? So uh, you know, I, would, I, would actually, I would wanted to say, well, I was born into it, but it's actually not true. I was born in Muncie. I grew up till I was 10 in Muncie. And, and you know, then, I moved to, I, then we moved to Livingston, uh, and then I moved to New York City and spent a decade in New York City. Right. But at the end of the day, we looked around, and my wife and I, who also grew up in Livingston, uh, we said, where do we want to raise our children? And there, there was no other place. It was, we're coming back here. We didn't even know yet how great our rabbi was going to be <laughs> and our rabbit sin and the whole world here. Uh, but we knew that this was the place. This is where our family is. This is uh, the warmth of this community. You know, they've touched on it in some of the interviews I heard earlier today. The diversity and the acceptance and just the love that is shown to everybody who walks through this door is diversity and unity. It really is amazing. Diversity you know, everybody unity. preaches it, everybody talks yeah. about it. Here, it's done. It's, it's, and it's been done for years and years yeah. and years. You know, it's, it's the hot topic today. But the reality is everybody who walks in this door feels loved. I can tell you, um, I have a neighbor down the street here, uh, an Indian woman, the most wonderful woman in the world. She is constantly coming in because she knows where they live off. Because when her, hus- her husband unfortunately passed away, he was at her side. Okay? She, last night, was posting online. She stands with Israel. She loves, she cares, but she's worried about our families and our friends and our brothers and sisters in Israel. It's that community that can have the effect on so many people. And yes, we're not a gigantic shul. But I think we're the biggest shul as part of the heart and as part of strength 
and just love. And I, I welcome everybody to come and check it out. And the ripple effect of this synagogue is amazing. David, finally, uh, because I, I just feel I can't let you go without asking for a comment on this. And we're so focused on our brothers and sisters in Israel, rightfully so, and we need to be on a day like today. But how often do you think, being part of that community of survivors, right? You yourself not a survivor, but obviously with a lineage of uh, uh, of survivors of the war. How often do you think about the depths of despair that the previous generation went through and how the hopelessness must have dominated their lives in many ways and they come here and build a community like this one and really an American Jewish community to be proud of? Well, I think uh, when I think of my parents, you know, whether sure. during the Holocaust and before the Holocaust, their dream to to even, you know, have survived uh, during the, uh, after the Holocaust and to be able to come to America and to rebuild Jewish life. In fact, that Jewish life would even exist uh, after the Holocaust it was a miracle. I know my father always, he couldn't believe that there would even be Jewish children after what he saw in the Holocaust. And for that dream to come here and, and to come through second generation, third generation, and even now fourth generation, uh, I believe you know, in Israel and remember the Holocaust, I, I think that uh, it is a miracle that we have it here. And um, I think that we who have it so easy, everything was given to us and, and we live in such comfort, have to look back to what they did or what they suffered through and what they dreamed about. For them, when, when I, first time I went to Israel, uh, you know, got on the plane, I looked out the window and I see we're crossing the coastline of Tel Aviv. It was so easy uh, for my parents to even dream that there would be in Israel for them to go to see in Israel and to see a, a Jewish world in America thriving is something that uh, maybe we all take for granted, but I think we don't take for granted here in this shul. Uh, the rabbi and the Rebetzin, they, they make sure whether we have Hasidim davening here and we have people who are, come from a background where they're still trying to learn more. Uh, the rabbi and the Rebetzin make sure that we understand this and make sure that, uh, with God's help, our children will continue to do this as well. I can't thank you both enough for being here, and thank you for welcoming us here this morning, and continued success in doing everything that you do for our brothers and sisters in Israel and around the world. Thank, thank you. you, Nathan. Thank you so much for being here. David Halpern, Jeremy Halpern, a, uh, a true generational conversation uh, about being involved as founders of the shul, but uh, being involved today in so many causes uh, both here and around the world. More coming up. You are listening to a Thursday morning edition of JMN.